It is the Chicago vs. United audio podcast. Time of Black, flying solo this week. Christina will be back next week. This is the second week of our September Chicago Scene Showcase special series, where we talk to the people behind the scenes in the Chicago music and nightlife community who cover the scene, but probably don't get a lot of recognition and a lot of credit. People might not know their faces. Uh, This week, we're going to be talking to some bloggers who have successful sites that I have turned to when I'm looking for new music and notices of what's coming up in the Chicago music community. We have Veronica from creamteam.tv and Nick from redthreat.wordpress. Yes, .com, or you can hit uh, redthreatchicago.com. All right. So welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you so much for coming up. Oh, thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you. You guys, you run sites that, uh, how long have you guys been doing these? How long have these sites been around? Actually, everyone thinks my site's been around a very long time, but about a year and a half right now. So Okay. I think um, since, about, since June 2007, I believe, is when I started mine. Okay. I remember I used to read your site a long time ago when I first, it was like one of the first sites I really? remember awesome. finding. Really? Awesome. I feel honored. You guys have been doing these. How did you get started writing? Like, was this your first foray into writing these sites, or were you doing something before these? Honestly, I. it's funny because I write for several other sites as well, and I've kind of have this weird little moonlighting career mm-hmm. doing music writing now. But Cream Team was my first time. I mean, I just, I've always liked to write, but I didn't do it anywhere else. And I just started writing for the site and decided that I wanted to do more than just post a song and actually say something more in-depth about it. Sure. So... I guess it's kind of gotten a reputation as a site that might be a little wordier. I don't know if people like that or not, but that's what we do. <laughs> All right. I uh, I was doing some writing on Phoenix for a magazine called uh, 944. It's like okay. a West Coast magazine. They don't have one in Chicago, but um, it's like fashion, entertainment, and lifestyle. Definitely not what I'm focused on, you know, writing now for my blog, but uh, I try and cover music when I could doing that. And um, Other than that, you know, I, I was doing legal publishing for a little while, so I, like, um, I've always kind of been working with words. Now, one of the things I noticed about both of your sites is that they are, like Veronica said, they are a little wordier, and you guys seem to have more, you do go beyond just posting a song link. You actually have some content, and, you know, when I was reading these sites before I knew you guys, I always got the impression that the people who were posting these, the people who were, you know, running the sites, heading them up, that you did have a pretty connected idea of what was going on in Chicago with, you know, some various music scenes, so... I think that that shows on the sites. Um, yeah, I think we try. I personally, I like to have people who write my contributors kind of like I've had people who write hip hop almost exclusively, people who mm-hmm. are more into indie rock. Um, one of the guys from DC who kind of posts the most writes a lot about a lot of pop. So we try to kind of have a little bit of everything on the site because I, I mean, I might not be as well versed in every genre, but someone else can pick up for that. And then we kind of can cover a little bit of everything. I do a little more, like, dance exclusive. And sure. I, I used to have some writers write for me, but, um, I don't know, they kind of trailed off, you know, so I'm, I'm doing, the, doing solo lately. Um, I don't know, covering the scene, basically talking about what shows are coming up, like mm-hmm. who's going where, and, um, I don't know, basically just what I'm feeling at the time. Mostly, like I said, dance, electronic music. Now, there are so many sites out there, just not even just local, but nationally, that throw up a song, they write about some stuff. You guys, you seem to be pretty focused on chicago shows do you you know i think veronica does do you do like show reviews are you ever out like interviewing the artists at the venues or anything like that well it's interesting for me because i've also been writing for chicagoist Mm -hmm. so i try to kind of i get a lot of stuff sent to the site and i have different file folders where i sure um, organize things and i'll like filter things over their chicago related to write about there and then keep things that are maybe 
a little more outside Chicago for cream team. But then I also have like our event sidebar, which is a lot inspired by your site, honestly. Yeah. Like, I mean, I Nick's is very extensive. Developing it. That kind of just keeps a pulse on some of it's stuff that people want to work with me on. Like promoters will contact me to post their events. and But a lot of it's just I look at all the listings for the month, all the different venues, and I pick out things that I would want to go to, and then I post them. Yeah, I mean, I set up a calendar on the side of mine um, a while ago. Actually, it was when I, when I first moved back to Chicago. I, I grew up here, but I went to school out in Arizona. I uh, came back, and I was just kind of overwhelmed by the scene, and I created you know, a calendar for myself, and I thought, well, why don't I just share this on my blog? I, I like it to be just like kind of a go-to place. I've seen other sites, you know, like going.com. There's a, there's a couple other other yeah. spots that'll tell you what's going on but um I, I just think it's just a little more uncluttered yours seems pretty specialized it seems not niche but it seems pretty zeroed in on a specific i've opened specific up a bit scene. lately i'm trying to do more uh like indie rock showcases you mm-hmm. know um, not all dubstep not all yeah not all <laughs> dubstep not all like techno and house but um yeah i mean if you want to know what's going on in chicago i try to make it so like i mean honestly if it's, it's like if it's a jay-z show or something like i figure you probably know about that anyways yeah. but if it's like a small Small show, like, you know, like the Waves show is coming. Like, mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily music I listen to, but like, you can go and see someone on it. Yeah. I, what has the response been like? Do people email you, you know, either from readers or, you know, promoters and or bands? Do you have people who are trying to get their stuff? You I have know? a lot of that. Um, I have a lot of local promoters and local bands. And also a lot of the music PR agencies specifically send me their Chicago Chicago mm-hmm. artists or their artists that are stopping through Chicago, which I find helpful because then I can add their Chicago tour dates too yeah a lot of press releases a lot of like uh, media kits uh, a lot of emails are sent to a million people it's kind of funny i know i know um veronica yeah i remember the reply to all email occasionally someone will send out one of these giant emails to like a billion bloggers and they'll forget to blind cc them sure and, so and then you just be, get this huge yeah there'll just be hundreds of emails like yeah. coming back like some people just lose it some some people think it's a lot of fun it's always <laughs> interesting like these little email communities kind of spring up when i started doing this podcast and in, in some form or another it's been going since about 2005 but when we would try to book bands for this we would hit up publicists we would hit up bands we'd hit up you know promoters and people had a hard time really getting behind it they didn't understand what a podcast was we were attached to a blog. We had our own site, and they just didn't really view it as a real thing because it was like 2005, and I think that people were like, well, if I want coverage, I'll go to Spin or I'll go to the Sun-Times or something, you know? And it seems like now, especially with a lot of old media kind of going through various hardships, are, are people more receptive in taking sites like, you know, Cream Team and Red Threat and really looking at them as, as a viable, you know, uh, avenue to reach people? I think it really depends, like, who you're talking about. I mean, especially in the electronic music community, DJs, since it's right. more of, like, in tune with the youth and trends. It's, word of mouth. And word of mouth. It mm-hmm. You know, blogs are the go-to spot. It's funny. Like, Lollapalooza made me realize that established publications and that print media maybe isn't completely dead in terms of getting press credentials and who they view as, mm-hmm. I guess, press coverage. Sure. You know, like, when you write a blog, you tend to think – you get trapped in this world that every everyone only cares about blogs, but mm. it's really not necessarily still the case quite yet. Yeah, I, I'm. I think it's amazing how much how much blogs have, or how big blogs have gotten. I mean, I look I look to blogs, you know, not just for music, for for things like fashion and politics, and and when I, pretty much everything that I want to read nowadays. If you compare um, where people get their information now with you know five or ten years ago, I mean, there's, yeah. there's a, a huge difference. It's I mean, yeah, when you look to official sites, you know, when you read a magazine or something, it it does feel very kind of dated, you know, and I think blogs have some of that immediacy. It seems like you can put content up there as it happens, you know. Yeah, and even this 
you know, Spin, Rolling Stone, all the press or print publications, what people more than likely read is their online version. Just, yeah, you know? the website. Mm-hmm. Now, you're talking about Lollapalooza. And when I was looking at Lollapalooza, you know, the website a couple months before the uh, the event actually happened, I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, how am I going to – because every year I'm like, okay, how do I get set up for this? You know, so I'm looking through their guidelines, and I saw that they they more or less said, we don't need blogs. That seemed to be the attitude and the subtext in their instruction on the website. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, I wonder if it'll even be like that next year. You know, if things will already be, I think things are going to be so different and it might happen. It already is happening gradually, but I'm, I'm just curious to see when major outlets like Lollapalooza and things like that are going to recognize, you know, other festivals. I don't know for a fact, but maybe more like Pitchfork are probably oh, sure. a lot less strict. I think that yeah. with Lollapalooza, the history, like the people in charge, but the fact that it is very like rock legends kind of rooted, it's, mm-hmm. it does have that ties to that mindset. Yeah. And I think it'll go away or be more accepting, but probably not necessarily as quick as some of the other festivals. I applied for a press kit I, uh, or a press pass. I didn't, I didn't get one myself. I felt, I felt very sad, but I, I don't know. It's not that bad. I would like in the future for them to be more blog-friendly. I guess it makes sense. When you compare readership, I wonder, you know, some of these smaller magazines that they're probably giving these press passes to, I wonder when you when you look at the numbers. Yeah, um, if like, you stack them up side by yeah, side. Like, it's like some blogs are getting tens, hundreds of thousands of views each month, like some each day. You know, that's a lot of people. It is, and I think the other thing that um, people aren't necessarily looking at is that while, you know, Magazine X might get more readers – a site like you guys have, you know, or your respective sites might theoretically get not the same number, but you might target the audience that they're looking for a lot better, you know. There's also a lot of reach with blogs, like sites like Hype Machine, for example. Oh, my God, it's, yeah. You know, yeah. maybe half the people have never read, like, actually clicked read full post and read a post on my sure. site. But they, they know exactly the type of music I post by clicking on the blog name on that site and being able to listen to the songs. So yeah. there's, like, the whole reach aspect. Hype Machine's been a great gateway for a lot of people to, to discover music. I, I got to credit that site a lot. I mean, also, Elbows is good, too, but Hype mm-hmm. Machine really seems to be... Like, Hype Machines is so easy. Yeah, it's unbelievable, like, what they've done with that. It's, uh, it's a great model, a great aggregator. There was a summer where that's all I did, mm-hmm. just Hype Machine. The whole, th- like, four months, <laughs> 2007. You know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I just had this folder on my desktop with like four thousand single MP3s, and then I looked at it, and I'm like, "There's no way I can organize any of this. I don't know what any of this is." Yeah, are people coming to your guys' sites more for kind of your tone and what you're writing about? You think, or are they just heading in for the MP3? I think with Cream Team, a lot of people are coming either because they like the fact that we kind of. We'll tell a personal story with our writing, or we'll just write a long post with no song every once in a while. That's just mm-hmm. our opinion on something music-related. So there's a d- definite sect of people that come and that have emailed me and told me, you know, I think it's so great that you are willing to actually write. And then there's another group that's very much, I really, I feel, I feel like I can look on the front page of your site and know exactly the type of music that you like, even though there might be a hip-hop song and a pop song and some Swedish pop, whatever. Right. So I think it's a lot of kind of the aspect of curating your site. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it's just in personality. I mean, the, the my favorite blogs are people that I feel like I, like just by reading their, their site, I'm connecting with them on some sort of like a personal level. Sure. Where I understand the person, their tastes. It's almost like uh, when you read a blog, it's 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 almost like a, like an open relationship with like a music critic. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you can leave feedback and comments 
Um, obviously, that's how I figure out, um, you know, what I'm doing right or what people seem to like. But yeah, I mean, it's I I think that's what's so much cooler about um, about music blogs than than these giant like review sites. Like like if you were to go to RollingStone.com, I think, uh, and you get like a fresh a fresh take on it too. Yeah, I mean, looking at you know when I look at music blogs, uh, including yours and some other ones. Sometimes I am just popping in for like a Hey Champ remix, but then the ones that I return to and that I actually read are the ones where I look at the content and I get the impression like, okay, this person knows what they're talking about. There's a good chance if I check their site somewhere down the line, I'm going to find something I don't know about, or I'm going to find a remix that I didn't know existed, you know? So it is really cool that there is this instant curation, like you're saying, and you guys are able to bring artists and even just remixes to people that... I think otherwise they really wouldn't come across. There wouldn't be as instantaneous of an avenue for. You know, as you said, there's so many blogs. Everyone you meet when you're out has some kind oh, of sure. blog now. Everyone's a DJ, everyone's a blogger, everyone's a but, promoter. And, you know, in the tune of the music PR, you know, you are getting stuff that 8,000 other people are getting in one email. So, mm-hmm. you know, I try to... I post the best of the best and things that, even if they're popular, I really love. But a lot of times I think it's interesting, it's important just to go... And do some digging, you know, yeah. and that's why people come back to sites like ours and quite a few other blogs because, you know, the people who run them don't just concentrate on posting 500 things a day to get traffic or yeah. being the first to post something cool. But instead, like digging around in MySpace and finding some band no one's really heard of yet that has like 200 friends, but you think they're really good. And then sure enough, once it gets on Hype Machine, you can Looked them up a month later, and 50 other sites have posted the same track. Right. Yeah, I think the most tragic thing to me are these sites that they just do link dumps. I mean, where they'll, they'll put up a picture and then just have, you know, 15 or 20 songs with, with zero explanation, no buy links. Like sure, just, sure. Where it's almost like, well, what, what's even Here's the point? Here's 15 remixes for the day. Yeah. Because it's Monday. I mean, I don't even see it, how that would be rewarding at all. Yeah. I mean, it takes so much time to set up a site and maintain it and sort through the emails. Like, why would you yeah. have to get something out of it? <laughs> get, like, a Tumblr account and just post pictures or something. Now, you talked about, you know, posting artists that you believe in and that ne- sometimes you're going to find them before a lot of other sites do. Are there any artists or DJs or maybe events or, you know, phenomenons, you, you know, either of your sites posted about that you guys were touting and then six months down the line, all of a sudden they're the teenagers or whoever, you know what I mean? So how I knew you were going to ask that and I was trying to look through my site before I came and didn't have enough time. That's um, all right. Well, Washed Out is probably someone we posted about, not necessarily first because Gorilla versus Bear and those kind of sites always post it first, but um, we posted about this guy from South Carolina named Washed Out a few months ago and now all of a sudden he's like one of the most popular artists on hype him i guess because he gave he had an lp that he gave out in his myspace and now everyone has it but we posted about him a while back and now it's sort of he's become quite mm-hmm. popular mine is my biggest is easily still the justice um winner who mix. the justice is winner mix i've never heard of them justice <laughs> no yeah like, um yeah that, that came out in december they put it they put together a mix and the high machine picked it up because uh, for some reason the file upload cut off uh, i think about a fourth of the way through so mm-hmm. it was a smaller track, and they don't pick up mixes on High Machine. So it ended up picking up the mix, and then when I re-uploaded it, it still linked it on there. So I was like the only site on High Machine nice. that had this mix. Like I, I somehow cheated the system. But, yeah, and like I got, a, I got like a thousand, not even a thousand, like way more than a thousand, like just an endless amount of hits. People are ballistic for justice. I mean, I, I yeah. saw them at the, uh, I think the Riviera, and then at the Congress for New Year's, and I saw them at the Congress. Yeah, I mean that show was just 
I've never unreal. been a huge Justice fan, bonkers. but I really wanted to see the mania that was Justice Live, and yeah. it definitely lived up to every bit of the hype, and it was crazy That's and awesome. Control. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that Justice is just as much about the experience and going and being with, you know, thousands of crazy party kids as it is just actually being a fan of, like, DVNO. The so, Shining Cross, you know? Yeah. It's all, they really had their promo down. Oh and I mean, Cutting Edge Sound yeah. cultivated, like, a whole new breed of dance music. Yeah, it was, it was really great then. and really exciting and dangerous when i saw them at the rib they closed with um the uffy track over metallica's master of puppets i think it was Mm -hmm. and it was fucking it was just crazy but it worked so well and it totally blew my mind i was like that should not go together that it shouldn't sync up like that where are you guys when you're out it's friday night or even during the week where are you guys hitting where are your favorite places to go in the city favorite djs to see you know i think that people in chicago might have become lately a little overwhelmed with this is a Monday night party, a Tuesday night party, a Wednesday night party, and they're sure. starting to, sort, or maybe it's just the fact that no one has the money to do that yeah, anymore, mm-hmm. um, are starting to be a little more selective, myself included. So I, I tend to look on the listings of who's in town, like either DJs touring through or bands I really like, and then I hit that up. So I go to Son- I end up going to Sonotech quite a lot, mm-hmm. Smart Bar, and Empty Bottle probably are the three spots. Those are all great places. Yeah, yeah I, I like those spots too. Uh, this week there's a bunch of there's a bunch of good stuff. There's uh. Uh, yeah, Wednesday, I mean, Paluski at, at Berlin, like awesome yes. French DJ. That'll be mm-hmm. an awesome show. And Caspa the next night at Smart Bar will be amazing. Like his last show, he just, he burned it down. I mean, that's some raw, raw English dubstep. It was, he ripped the roof off. It was pretty cool. What are you guys, you know, looking towards the future? I imagine you guys are going to keep doing these sites. What are you looking at doing next? Are you looking at expanding or maybe trying different routes or just keeping steady with what you're doing now? I'm really I'm I don't make any money on my site. I do. Oh just, yeah, it's a labor of love. You know, I just uh, I actually pay money to do my site. I'm not. I really am not looking for like ads or anything. Uh, I'm comfortable where I'm at. You know, if I keep the same readership, get some more, lose a couple. Like I don't know. As long as I have something to rant about, I feel it's gonna be fun. You know, promoting shows is fun too. Like, but I, I don't really see. I, I don't need to like take on a bunch of writers. I don't think. I think I'm pretty comfortable. Yeah. You know, I think I've struggled a lot with. Do I want to have a whole bunch of people write for me or do? I started like that, and I had, like, ten people writing for me, friends. And then, you know, everyone wants to write, but after a month, only one person's yeah, left writing out of sure. a group of ten people. Totally. So for a while, it was just me and one other guy mostly doing it. And now other people have started trying to come on again. So I kind of let it wax and wane and give everyone a chance. And if they hold up their end of the bargain, then it's good. So, I, I mean, I would like to grow my readership because I haven't been a- around, obviously, as long as red threat but everyone asks me for some reason when we're going to throw parties why i don't throw regular because everybody expects too. everyone to be a promoter yeah you know I, that's what i want to stay away from i, really, <laughs> I don't want to be a promoter I, you're not going to be thursday night at the empty bottle man i don't think so <laughs> it's a lot of work to put on a show and i learned that oh, for yeah. an anniversary party it's a lot of money if you don't have the sponsors it's and it was very rewarding and every once in a while i would like to do it but i don't have the time or and i want to write i want to show people about new music and you can't do it all and everyone thinks you have to do it all and you don't yeah Just do what you're good at it's well said but i mean i would like to redesign the site and make it more of maybe perhaps a music destination but again that requires quite a lot of time well i think the things that you guys are doing are really great and i know that i have been a longtime visitor to both of your sites and it's it is really great to see chicago journalism and music appreciation and curation you know like discovery of new artists both local and national really just expanding and taking a lot of forms and i can tell you're both really passionate about having this outlet so i think that that's really great and thank you guys for coming in as well oh thank you
Cool. It is the Chicago vs. United audio podcast. My name is Haima Black. Uh, coming up in the next week or so, we should have the Darkroom Demons and Clayton from everyoneisfamous.com on the show. And then and then September 29th, we will have a 25-minute interview with Kill Hannah about their new album, starting out as a young band in Chicago, and everything in between. This is a pretty massive fucking interview. So that's going to be at chicagoverseunited.com. Nick and Veronica... Thank you again for so much for coming up. Oh, thank you. I had a blast. Thank you. It was great to have you up. Haima Black for Chicago vs. United, Dynasty Descent.